Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Ali Muhammad, he's a writer and activist based in West Philadelphia. He's been in at, at the center of the dispute over the handling of the skeletal remains of African-Americans kept by Penn's Morton Collection. Ali Muhammad, welcome to the show. Peace, Solomon. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing okay this morning. Good. So you um, you discovered that uh, that Penn and their Morton collection was holding these skulls of African-Americans. You wrote an op-ed about it back in 2019. How did you um, how did you stumble upon this knowledge? Yeah, thank you. I, uh, I heard that they were doing um, a two day symposium in 2019 organized by the Penn and Slavery Project. Um, at the time, uh, undergraduate students were researching Penn's connection and complicity to the transatlantic slave trade. And so I went to the two-day symposium. And uh, during, during that time, I heard about the glass front of cabinet inside an archaeology classroom that was holding the crania of, of, of Black people and other folks um, on display. And I was really, really angry and then I heard more information that these skulls were gathered by Samuel George Morton, who was a, a 19th century physician, a white supremacist doctor who had collected these crania to justify, um, you know, the subjugation of black people um, by saying that, you know, you could tell the capacity of intellectual thought by measuring skulls. And so I was really upset and uh, decided to write about it. Um, before writing about it, I did create a change.org petition to demand that Penn return those remains to to Black descendants. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, you wrote about it. And then along the way, we learned even more that, that, you know, that there were remains of people who had been killed in the move bombing. Those remains recently returned to the family, um, you know, what was your, what was your role in that? I, um, you know, like you said, I, um, uh, wrote about the, the Morton perennial collection and the remains of black people there. Um, and, you know, in 2020, uh, during, during and after the uprising, there was more movement around demanding that Penn return those remains, um, in, in the Morton cranial collection, and they created a committee to look into uh, repatriation. And then a year later, in, in 2021, uh, I, be, you know, began doing organizing work with Penn and Slavery, not Penn and Slavery Project, with the Police Free Penn group on campus to do direct action. We had been um, working together since 2020. Um, and then... Uh, in April of 2021, the university released recommendations from this committee that said that they would return the remains um, in the Morton Cranial Collection. Within less than a week, I was reached out to um, and told that, you know, they had the remains of Black children who had been murdered in the move bombing. And again, that was shocking and jarring information. I shared that with at the time, um, Mike Africa Jr., I wrote about it as well inside the Inquirer, um, and then that created a you know a whole different um, 
moment of controversy at Penn. Mm-hmm. Right. And and we have spoken with Mike Africa Jr. about that. They they have had uh, some remains re- returned to them. But the remains that were there um, after that were just buried this this weekend, this past weekend. But they weren't returned to the families was so. So, you know, you, you saw that happen. How did you feel about it? Yeah, that was, again, an, an, an angering and upsetting thing to hear. And to go back to the move remains, they have yet to return all the remains of move children to the families. You know, they returned uh, some of Katrisha Africa's remains. They didn't, didn't return all of them. And we're still trying to figure out what they did with the remains of Delisha Africa. So there's still remains of a child um, that hasn't been returned to her family. Um, and with these other remains in the Morton Cranial Collection, they buried them in secret. You know, they petitioned Orphan's Court in uh, 2022 to have the ability to bury these remains when myself and others objected to that. Myself and Dr. Lyra DiMontero from Rutgers University stating that, you know, descendant community should have control of how this process looks and that this institution who had been harming these ancestors and holding them captive should not be making decisions about um, how ceremony happens. And Penn decided to go to the orphan's court, get the permission, and they bury them in secret. When they told folks that they would bury them on February 3rd, they actually interred them or placed them in a mausolea on uh, January 22nd without knowledge of the community. And so February 3rd was a ceremony, but they had already been interred on January 22nd. Is that what you said? On January 22nd, right. And they, they had told people publicly that they were going to do it um, on the 3rd. Um, but as institutions do, they lie. And they actually placed them in the mausoleum on the, the 22nd, um, withholding the possibility that Black people, Black Philadelphians, could, you know, give ceremony, uh, you know, provide ritual for for these black ancestors who had been denied a burial, right? These people um, in the Morgan Cranial Collection, the, 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 this group of black Philadelphians, there's evidence that they've never been buried and that they've been severed from the rest of their bodies and held in this collection that Penn has benefited from. And Penn decides we're going to do what we want to do, um, which is, is a problem. Yeah. And unethical and further desecrates them. Mm-hmm. So now when when they went to Orphan's Court, um, were you also in Orphan's Court representing the community, the families, et cetera? And, and what did they tell you about, you know, your your role in that? What did the court say? Yeah, I mean, myself and Dr. Lyra DiMontero, we went to Orphan's Court. We were in a legal process with Penn lawyers and ultimately... On February, um, well, I forget what exact day that was. I want to say um, the third, actually. Yes, February 3rd um, of last year, the judge denied us standing um, because I was I was going there as someone who's a part of the descendant community, which is a concept that was developed um, in the 90s uh, when, you know, remains of, of, of Africans were discovered in New York. Um, and the community gathered to provide uh, care for those ancestors. 
And so that concept has a, a you know, precedent. And so again, saying, Hey, we, you know, I myself am a part of this descendant community and we should be the ones caring for these ancestors. And Judge Wood Skipper sided with Penn, decided to give them the ability to bury these ancestors um, and denied us the possibility of, of allowing the, the court to hear from experts who also disagree with what Penn is doing. Um, so we had, um, you know, witnesses prepared to talk about the, 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 the violence that it would, it would mean if Penn were to have the control and exert that control on these ancestors. Um, and so we were denied um, standing in that process. Um, and the judge decreed that they would be able to bury these remains uh, within a year. And that happened um, on this 22nd of January. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Ali Muhammad. He's a writer and activist based in West Philly about uh, the handling uh, by pen of skeletal remains of African-Americans um, that have been kept as part of Penn's Morton collection. Um, I think it's important for us to talk about why and and we mentioned it, but I, I just think it needs to be underlined why they had mm -hmm. these uh, these skulls in the first place. Why uh, Dr. Morton was was collecting these things in the first place, and how it's connected to how those remains are being treated now. What are your thoughts? Absolutely, absolutely. Dr. Samuel George Morton was a as a white was a white supremacist. He mm -hmm. collected these skulls globally from all over the world in the, the 1800s um, to prove basically um, the inferiority of, of black people, where he claimed he could prove by looking at these skulls and measuring these skulls and seeing the difference in size. Um, and so he, again, his science was used to justify the institution of slavery um, in the South. They praised him. Um, other people praised him for his, you know, pseudoscience, um, but that has ramifications for how uh, black people are treated medically today. Um, if we, we talk about medicalized racism today, it has its roots in the work that Samuel Morton did. Um, and it was a violent thing that he did because some of these people potentially were his actual patients because he had worked at the almshouse, the Blackley almshouse, where these black Philadelphians, some of them, um, had died. So imagine that he probably provided care for some of these individuals and then severed them, their heads from the, the rest of their bodies and collected them and put them on display. This is a disturbing, disgusting thing. And in the, the 1960s, Penn gets a loan of these, um, of these remains, um, from the Academy of Sciences who had held his collection. And Penn then, you know, continues the violence, right, by extracting data from these remains, by putting them on glass furniture cabinets for people to, to gawk at them and look at them and, 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 and deny them rest. Um, until in 2019, I exclaimed that they needed to return these remains. Um, and then, of course, in 2020, um, during the racial uprising, all these institutions pretended that they, they cared. Um, and, and had, you know, all kinds of statements of, of DEI and, um, racial equity. Um, and then they created a committee to look into repatriation. But what they did on the 22nd is not repatriation, right? It's not returning those remains to be cared for and, and laid to rest by people who love black people. 
here's a white institution who has held them captive saying, we're going to tell you how we are going to honor them. And this is not honoring them. At that ceremony, I was told that for five minutes, they praised the person who had held these people captive. They had praised yeah. Dr. Samuel George Morton. You know, they talked about him being a, a racist, but they also talked about him being a musician. They spent more time talking about him than they actually yeah. spent talking about these ancestors because, again, they didn't care to actually look into the archive and research um, possible information about who these folks were and rushed to put them in the mausolea. And so, you know, Dr. Lyra DiMontera, myself, uh, created Finding Ceremony in response to the Orphans Court petition last year. And for a year, I had been meeting with Black Philadelphians um, to do the work of caring for these ancestors. And this group sent a letter to the museum saying, you know, you need to halt this burial. We disagree with it. Um, and one of the reasons why we disagreed is because some of the folks in this um, so-called collection who deserved, you know, sacred rest um, were, uh, we, we, we found out through research that um, one person, John Voorhees, who we did have a name for, had uh, Native American matrilineal um, ancestry. And so they were, would violate NAGPRA, which is a federal law, if they were going to move forward with burying his remains. Um, and so we'd be doing work to care for these ancestors. Um, and um, again, Penn spent no time talking about them or actually honoring them mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. 20, on the 20. Let me, let me ask you this, Ali, because we're, we're really out of time. What, yeah. uh, what would be enough? What, what is it that you want them to do going forward? What, what yeah, would be, hand over what would satisfy control. what you want for this? They need to hand out, hand over control of these remains to the descendant communities. They need to give reparations to, to black people for the harm that was caused to these ancestors. That is what they need to do. And that's what we'll continue to fight for. Got it. That's Ali Muhammad. He's a writer and activist based in West Philly. He's been at the center of the dispute over the handling of the skeletal remains of African-Americans kept by Penn's Morton collection. I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning on WURD. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.